Welcome to No Room for Phonies, episode 77, Your little foray into my guilty life, just for fun. So the green light moment that I have is a quote that I found in the book that I was reading on called Change Your World. And it says, we are today where our conversations have brought us. We will be tomorrow where our, our conversations take us. So I just thought that was. Well, and it kind of speaks to the power of words. Yes. And And conversation. Like if you want to move something forward and change it, they have something that they call transformation tables. And so that's about conversation and being vulnerable and sharing. So it's actually a table of people sitting around and talking? Yes. But, I mean, there's a way, they have a way of doing it, of course. Yes, it's an approach, obviously. So on my book recommendation this this time is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And it is not for the faint of heart to read his book because he is a Holocaust um, survivor and a psychiatrist. And he tells the story of being in the um, camps, Mm -hmm. although not in the same way that other people do. It's very psychological, like what they all, how they survived psychologically. And it's observations also of the Nazi soldiers. Yes, there's a lot to it. But his main saying is, he who has a why to live for can bear almost any how. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but he give it's a very, very, very good book. And my podcast recommendation is Kate Bowler just did one with Fred Penner, and I haven't listened to it yet, but I think it would be super fun to listen to well, that podcast. I don't know if everybody knows who Fred Penner is, but he was a CBC television personality, kids, p- kids yeah. personality and songwriter and singer. And yeah. our kids watched him and... Was he when you were a kid? No. No. No, no. I don't think so. No. no it was no, more when I was teaching, right? Yes. That Fred Penner. Yeah. So I'm doing the when, why, how of, like, I did all the question words, and I just talked about them. So I did when, why, what, how, who, where. So I All don't the WH questions. All the WH questions. So just so the audience knows, you did not start quilting. I, I say young. that. I when? know. but <laughs> Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you did not start quilting young or crafting young, no. period. So when did you actually start? So um, I wanted to say that when I quilt, like I, I probably quilt or sew something almost daily in all seasons. And now I've kind Which of... Which kind of floors me. Because when we met, you were like almost anti-sewing. Yeah, but it's <laughs> but I've and I've also expanded into sewing garments and then like craft things. Like I, I sewed some tote bags and like accessories, accessory and kinds of things. Yeah. I I do a lot of quilted um, pouches and mm-hmm. like things that can be used as gifts. I've also done bowl cozies that you can put in the microwave like that kind of thing right so i've really expanded beyond and our weekly quilting group meets on wednesday morning Mm -hmm. and i started the january after i retired which is like almost five years ago i thought or around four years ago i'm not sure this january will be four years four years that i've quilted so so and you can go on the blog and see the things that i've quilted Mm -hmm. like I have a section for quilting and sewing 
so you can follow along and see some yeah. of the things that I've All done. All the projects you've done. So here's the why. Um, quilts, I love fabric and I love color. I do love that. Yep. So quilts feed the fabric addict's heart and budget because you use everything when you quilt. I hardly ever throw any pieces of fabric away. No, that's away. the bonus of because you can make scrappy quilts out of all the little odds yeah. and ends. And, and one of the favorite parts of quilting for me is actually designing it using all the different fabrics. Mm -hmm. Like at quilting last week, we're doing these placemats and they had a certain way of doing them in the pattern and then we switched it all. So it's just a matter of... Yep. And quilts are cozy and we now have one in almost every room of our house. Yeah, we do. And they're nice just to... Yeah. In winter, warm up. And they and look pretty. And we have an old house, so our quilts are more old-fashioned. But yep. they're, I just finished a modern quilt, which I posted on the, blog, on the blog. So Very cool. And you can use quilts to preserve memories. You can use fabrics to create quilted pillows and blankets and bookmarks, etc. And an old quilt can be reused to create small items that are sentimental. So, like, sometimes... It's a lot of upcycling. Yes, sure. a lot of upcycling. So that's another reason. And I love adding to my holiday tables with a table runner or hanging or a blanket or placemats or something. Mm -hmm. So they that really does. And as I said, there is really no quilting season. It can be a year-round endeavor. I know that some people don't quilt in the summer. I don't and understand I don't quilt because they're, I mean... I don't you're, say I quilt as much, house, then, but you can do hand piecing. Yeah, and I and yeah, quilts make amazing and beautiful guilt gifts. So I have made really countless baby quilts now, mm -hmm. and even the modern quilts. And I spy quilts are so fun for kids. I've done two I spy quilts now. So that's where you can play I spy with my little eye by looking at. Yeah, so you in the fabric that makes you kind of fussy cut things into, and you can do them in blocks. The the one that I did most recently, I did in hexagons for little Mason, and I mm -hmm. put all the his favorite things in it, fire trucks and all that, so he can look at it. What is fussy cutting? It's when you see something in the fabric, like you see a tree, and you want that to be in the center of the block, so you actually cut it so that it has a seam allowance but it ends up in the center of the block okay. um there's no end to what you can do when you know how to sew and quilt like you can do anything and once you start quilting you just get better and better and better at it like when i started the and big more and quilt more ideas when i started the big quilt for our bed i was a very new quilter mm -hmm. but i just kept going and learned to do it and now we have a queen size well, not duvet. It's a blanket. It's a quilt, quilt. like yeah. a quilt. Um, quilting allows you to be creative and show your own tastes mm -hmm. in how you design things. And you also can create a community. You can reach out to others. You can quilt together. You can share ideas and patterns and things. And it's just fun. You can fill a day without even stopping or thinking. And so... and. When you're retired, it is a good time to kind of stretch yourself to try something new. Yeah. But the beauty of quilting is if you are working and busy, it's easy to set aside. Yes. And you just need a little bit of table space. Or you have a system with Ziploc bags. Yeah, where we store things or whatever. And yeah. yeah, so what have I quilted? The most challenging project 
was the bedspread that took me over a year, right, to complete yeah. that. And I love baby quilts and the I Spy quilts. Baby quilts are probably my favorite. If I had like eight till 10 at night where I did nothing but quilt, I could do a baby quilt in a day. Right. So, and I love the fabrics, the collecting, the choosing, the creating. Bowl cozies, placemats, table runners. So I would encourage you to look on the blog. There's all kinds of different pouches. Quilting pouches were one of my starting projects, and I still like making those. I've learned to make them with wider bottoms, and then yep. I that and they're, they're is, really nice because I mean the other ones are great, but they're more pencil cases. Yeah, and the wider but these have wider. Can... And then we were at a craft show yesterday, and I saw some other kinds of pouches that mm -hmm. I might want to try. And that's actually how I learned to put a zipper in. Right, was by doing those pouches rather than on a garment. Yep. The first project I ever did was a baby quilt mm -hmm. for my friend for Mason when he was a baby, and then I did him one later. And I actually, um, whatever project comes up, uh, kind of ready to go. I even made a curling iron case for someone. So that was fun to try something new. Mm -hmm. And I quilted it really, really tight. And you basically had to invent how it would work. I mean, you can look at some ideas. Yeah. Store-bought kind and then make yeah. your Yeah, and version. I did find a pattern that was pretty, oh, yeah? okay. pretty good for that. And uh, I wrote a blog for a while, and that's where the quilt in my living room came from. And you mm -hmm. can find that blog. It's all linked to it's it. It's in, in there. In your blog. Yeah. And you were uh, a guest blogger. I made quilted baskets one year for, for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And um, I've made others then for birthday you gifts. You made a pair of quilted slippers. The slipper top yeah, was quilted. Yeah, those slipper tops were quilted. And one of my favorite things to do which i haven't done for a while i'll have to do another one soon are the paper piecing birds <laughs> you really I like it you usually end up like frustrated then i know but th <laughs> the last one i made no i i would say i didn't i made a cardinal right, right. for mm -hmm. um i as a favor to somebody but no you did the one on our on the wall the bird Oh, the bird from that matches our quilt is the last yeah. one I did. But I do like paper piecing. And, and I like paper piece designing. Yeah, so he has software, a program so on, a software program where you can do that. And you also have... I could spend two hours a night just doing that. And I, you also have a software program where you can design quilts yes. and quilt blocks. Mm -hmm. And I, I do love hexes. They're like crazy fun. So just and hexes are, are hand-sewn, uh, right? You, well, join, you join them together. Well, first you have to fold the edges over and sew. Well, those. little hexes, but the hexes that I did for Mason's quilt, I sewed oh, them. Oh, that was just with, oh yeah, with the quite famous. So y, it's just about themes. the shape. You, okay, I see what you're saying. You like it's the just hexagram. I like that kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, pillows are fun to make. And then I did that one for crumb quilting, which yep. I sold, right, mm -hmm. in the States. So there are as many quilts or ideas for quilting as there are things in your head and fabric to buy. Like you can no. just do pretty and much anything. And if you're picturing anything. just the old-fashioned quilt from the Amish country, that's just one style. There's mm -hmm. so many different kinds of yeah, quilt like styles. Yeah, like completely different. So how? I would say mostly by trial and error, by just jumping in and trying something out, like... We buy a lot of pattern books and things, and I haven't taken a class yet, but 
we challenge our little quilting group, we challenge each other to do things and we're always looking for something new to try mm-hmm. just to the wandering wife became <laughs> one and we're still working on that, but we've abandoned it because we're doing some placemats for Christmas. So you can buy pattern books and like I bought the bird pattern book right. and but there's a ton of online and of you've ideas. bought me actually a crumb quilting book now yeah. and hexy I have hexy books right mm-hmm. so finding different styles of quilting there's hexies and log cabins and Dresden plates and and learning how to create your own quilts with the software and using your stitch ripper when things don't go well. And your five stitch rule. And the five five stitch stitch trick. Trick for matching seams. So instead of like when you're trying to match seams, instead of um, sewing the whole seam, I just do five stitches over where it's matched. And then if it isn't matched, you can just quickly take that little bit apart and rematch it. But I I am getting better. Because there's more more layers of fabric to go through at seams and that sometimes that bulkiness causes things to end up askew and then you have to And you do. And the other thing I've done is rag quilts, right? With just um, a flannel. Oh, the flannelette ones. Right, and then you clip. I have a couple of examples on my blog of Mm -hmm. those. And then the friendships, the who part is the friendships that I've formed through quilting have really changed both our lives, really. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because we have a quilting group that meets, and then we're so much more than that. Yeah, it's become a, a real support group. Right? Like, mm-hmm. they have really, like, when we were having your surgery and stuff, we had yeah. a really good support group to help us. And uh, we're, well, I have a big quilting room set up, like, a, we now that we're empty nesters. But if you're in a small apartment, you just need the dining room table and a plastic tote box and you yeah. can slide it underneath and put yeah. things in Ziploc bags and put it away. No, and I mean I we're fortunate I'm fortunate here cuz I have a huge space, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be that way, but we um like to visit fabric stores and quilt shops and making connections online about certain things, right? Yep. So I was just thinking also like we're empty nesters by the way there's an episode about empty nesting recently yes there is <laughs> so that also has made room in our house because of that right yeah. like we have two full rooms that mm-hmm. we have set aside mm-hmm. for like our um knitting crocheting quilting Weave. sewing weaving soon weaving soon so yeah. we have a really big area dedicated to all that but mm-hmm. You don't have to have nope. that to be that way. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of my quilting life. And I just would encourage you to go on our um, website, our blog, yep. whatever, and look at some of the stuff we've done. And if you need, like, some help getting started or you're struggling with something, I would just encourage you to send me a message, even through the blog and I definitely check the messages there. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So that this is the end of November and my quilting life. December fifteenth, we're going to talk. It's not the end of your quilting life. This is the <laughs> end of my of it's the, the end of, bl- of the podcast. My quilting life. Okay. 
And then December 15, we're going to talk about what are the best and craziest games available. Like table games? And how games much do and they cost? Okay, yeah. Fine. We're going to talk about ones we've tried and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And then December 30th, I think we're going to do headlines. And then January 15th, we have our first guest. All right. On our podcast. We're not announcing who that we're is. We're not yet. announcing who it is. But if I'm, I've, I've almost filled the whole year one guest a month mm-hmm. so but if you would still be interested in being a guest please don't hesitate to let us know because we do have spaces left for some guests but we're very excited that next year is going to be all about guests on our podcast yeah. no room for phonies so thanks for listening to my quilting life and uh As the holidays approach, it's a good time to think about the new year, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe you want to start to be a quilter. Yeah, start making plans for becoming a little crafty. Because it is a good um, release. Like, even though there are times when quilting is frustrating, it is good as a stress reliever. As a stress reliever. Absolutely. Especially when you're just doing it for fun. Yeah. No high stakes. No high stakes. All right. So thank you for joining us on episode 77. No room for phonies. My quilting life. And uh, have a great day.